I'm kind of famous podcast. I'm your host, Dustin Rose. New week, new episode. What's this? Episode 63 of the I'm kind of famous podcast. Kind of famous pod.com. K I N D A famous pod. P O D. Dot com. Facebook.com slash kind of famous pod. Same thing. Man. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to try to get through this with a fucking two fake. So we'll see how I survive. Um, man, I know motherfuckers been emailing me about the show. I know I said we'll be back weekly. Now I think I'm officially back weekly. Uh, shit be coming up and I'll be like, man, I can't do the show. Or I want to do the show. Or I'm just like, I don't feel like it and something might happen. But now I think I'm more committed. Uh-oh. The fuck? All right. I'm more committed back to the week-to-week thing. So look out. We're going to be back. Um, but yeah, uh, for those who know. Because I've been getting emails for topics. Or or I get a DM or something for topics to talk about. Uh, KindOfFamousPod at gmail.com. Easy enough. Uh, some of y'all done figured out my social media and shit. So y'all done hit me. Or if you listen, every now and again I'll say how to find my gram. I just, I'm not a big follow me person. Like I'm not a big, hey, come hit me up. Like everybody fuck me, fuck me. <laughs> like I don't really, like, if you know how to find me, you're going to find me. And that's really what it is. It's easy. Um, but I'm just not like a big go search me out person, but, um, so those who find me, they didn't hear me, you hit me in the DM, you hit me in the, um, comments. I'm going to tell you what's weird jumping into this whole IGTV. You know, the fu- the thing about it is like, it's not even that it's tough. It's that it's so like every little thing wants to be just different enough. So you have to adapt to it. And it's like you get, you conform or you say, all right, this is what we doing. Fuck it, I'll do it. And then you conform and you got to change. And then people look at shit a certain way. Like I thought I was going to hack the game and be like, all right, I'm going to hit the IGTV with the sideways. You know what I mean? What's the name? Nope. I said, it, don't, it ain't right because people ain't comfortable. Like as easy it is to just flip your fucking phone to the side, people don't do it. So I got to stop. But, um, you know, I am starting a new show that will be only on the um, IGTV. And I and originally was just going to be on the network. But, uh, and then you could go look it up or whatever. It's the Who Up um, podcast. So instead of doing a Who Up podcast uh, through the network, I'm going to do it strictly through IGTV um, on my social i guess i gotta say it now so i'm gonna tell y'all go listen to it or watch it uh road nose road nose that's my fucking what's the name so go to road nose and pretty soon i'll be starting the igtv uh igtv for who up podcast um it's a visual podcast keeping it real basic real simple because i don't really want to if i got to put a lot of work into it i ain't gonna do it so i'm gonna keep it real simple and we're gonna i'm gonna be spreading these isms uh, but another dope thing about the IGTV is like you get the uh, longer, 
I can I can share long form clips of IKF, so I've been able to do that. So I don't have to figure out one minute. I can keep that shit into a relative good context. Um, put a little bit more tease on it, and uh, shit'll work out. Um, what else we got going on, man? But yeah, I appreciate everyone who do hit me up, but uh, on the uh, uh, email and everything, telling me what to talk about. Cause some days I just don't even know what to talk about. It's a lot of shit. Like think about it, it's a lot of shit that goes on, and then I assume like my particular audience has already um, known about it. So it's like I'm not a news show and no shit like that. It's like if it's if it's dope enough, and I think there's a take that hasn't been taken on it, um, then I'm gonna jump on it. Like this week, we're gonna talk about that Charlemagne shit at some point. Um, let's see what happens since I've been so. EFC came and went. Uh, great show. Uh, a lot of good fights. Uh, a lot of great knockouts. Motherfuckers get knocked flattened. Let me tell you, EFC. I'm sitting next to Dave K. Man. Well, actually, I'm running around because I'm, I'm I'm recording a lot of the shit. So, speaker FaceTime. Goddamn phone going off. My sister. What was they doing? I think this is just to the group. Yeah, this to the group. This shit ain't for me. Um. That's that group chat shit. Motherfuckers do that group picture shit. Yeah, they do that group fucking FaceTime shit where it's like 17 people on the fucking screen. That ain't me, man. The thing about the FaceTime, speaking of, I'm going to talk about that. The FaceTime is, is, is so unique to me. Because I was just telling my partner about this. Like, FaceTime, when, when Skyping and all that shit was hot, like, you jump on that shit and 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 like you was getting used to it. And I got used to it because I, I I utilized it from time to time. But then I was like, man, it's just silly sitting up like looking at somebody when you can just be talking to them. I get you know certain aspects when you doing some foolishness, uh, some adulting. But other than that, like I don't really just like it kills me when I be shopping and shit and I see people walking around Walmart or fucking wherever. And they just be looking at their phone, walking and talking. It's just like, just switch over to the talk part and be a fucking human being walking around the store, talking on the phone. The fuck you got to look at somebody? You busy, clearly doing something. They see that you clearly busy doing something. And they just walk around, staring at the phone, looking silly and shit. Well, I thought that. I say that. I'm the weird one now. Because I got away from that because it's just not a comfortable thing. I'm doing shit. Usually if I'm on the phone, which is which is rare, you know what I mean, they're getting to that bag. It's bag season, trying to secure the bag. Or I'm, like, trying to multitask and shit. I'm on the phone, but, like, I'm Googling or some shit. Or I'm designing or editing or watching. I don't know, nigga. I'm doing something other than just looking at, like, I'm listening from, from a, it's an audible experience, so I don't need to have it visually, cause it's like it feel like it's taken out, cause I don't really want you to see what the fuck going. I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I'm just, a, I, I'm not used to it yet. I'm, I'm getting used to it. I'm just, it's just not my thing, cause I guess I'm too private. But I guess I don't know, I don't know, cause I be with people and people are randomly Facetime, and they got like, oh, what the fuck you Facetime me for? Like, well, shit, this is the new standard. I'm not with it yet. Not with it. So far, I fuck with people that value their privacy. This is me. Um, I don't even know how I got to that shit. 
Oh, yeah, so Dave, <laughs> EFC, EFC 9, great event, uh, went down. So he was getting mad because all the sh fights were going short, and he went, like, live on Instagram or Snapchat or some shit. And, you know, when you're on Snapchat or um, Instagram, it got the little circle to let you know how much time before you got to let that shit go. This nigga was hitting that motherfucking timer. And the fight would be over by, before the guy. He was putting on a, a Snapchat timer worth of fucking fights and shit. And they was just getting flattened. These, these motherfuckers getting laid out. Nigga, three punches in, knockouts. But, so he was getting upset because, you know, I mean, like, you these people, people pay for a show. And then you're not getting a show because, I mean... It's not even like fighters were quitting. Well, one did. A couple did with some old sucker shit. And it's one of those things like you see. And you're like, man, you're a buster. And I don't want to hear no shit about like, well, you get in the cage, you get in the ring. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm not in the cage. I ain't pick it. I ain't choose it. You did. You want to fight, you need to fucking fight, man. Don't get hit in the stomach, drop, and act like nigga kicked your nuts into your chest. Get the fuck up and let's get to it. But I digress. But, yeah, man, the shit was going out quick. But as we got along to the end of it, it was getting better. Um, Jessica Middleton um, uh, was putting these haymakers on the chick. Um, Marcel Navajo, retirement match. This dude got, like, I don't know, 100 some fights. Uh, and this was his last fight. And so got that. And then Chris Harris being Chris Harris. He's been on the show before. So talking shit. Having a good time. But he fought a dude. It was dope because it was Bellator MMA versus UFC, which is the two top uh, comeback sports fighting brands in the in the, in the the world, maybe, but at least in America. So you had two, uh, a rising star in one promotion, a uh, veteran in another promotion. They're fighting each other, and they put on a hell of a fight. So the fight, actually the pros saved the show, which is what they're supposed to do. So everything ended up working out. Got a lot of great footage, got a lot of great storylines, so I can't wait to put that shit out. Um, so that happened. Uh, been working on the show with Carla um, from the ground up, the series. We're farther along now, so it's easier to talk about. Uh, we got, you know, local, a couple local artists. Uh, Big Sam been on the show, Samuel David. Uh, YBM Smooth. Actually, last night, I was at his show, Savage Party, at Rock Island uh, filming, and I don't... I don't want to give too much away about the show because I don't want people to really know what the show is until it's ready to go and we really start to push. But um, going into that, I, I I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not the biggest fan, fan biggest fan of a lot of music here, um, and I wasn't the biggest fan of YBM's music, YBM Smooth's music. But after having the first interview conversation with him, I kind of gained a lot of respect for him. Uh, it's a lot. It's things about him that that you can just feel, and you and it, that that feels um, different. And after that, I was like, you know, okay, some about him. So I'm um. I'm uh, uh uh so so I'm really interested to see where else we go. What uh, we go with uh, Smooth and his uh, interview. We also shot with um, Orlando uh, Orlando for Southwest Entertainment with uh, Martian and um, what's his name? 
man, I'm a fuck. Hey, man, it, it's my fault. I can't think of his name uh, right now, but shout with him. Uh, that was what the fuck is going on on my phone? Somebody better be talking about some real shit. Uh, damn, phone going off. Well, I don't like all this goddamn shit. Um, fuck what I'm talking about. Uh, sweet. Sweet? Something like that. Anyway, shout with them. Been shooting for the show. The show is coming on real nicely, actually. Uh I had to I had to call it audible. I had to make some changes um to how the show was coming off. I I, I originally had a concept that I wanted to do. Um and I was trying to stay I was trying to stick to that concept a lot actually. But the momentum, man, you gotta slay to the momentum. You gotta go where Things are telling you to go sometimes. And that may not be your original idea. That might not even be how you plan things to go. But if you're always right, you're wrong. And so for me, trying to stick to this plan um, um, was going to be to the detriment of the show. It was going to slow things down because um, some of the artists are progressing a lot in a short period of time. And I want to be able to capture that in a moment. I want to be around for that. Uh, I don't want to be able to have that conversation while it's raw and it's new. So with Smooth having his show last night, Savage Party, he's headlining. It was only appropriate to be there. Um, Plainview uh, is another artist that's a part of that who has this real, like, uh, crazy calling. He's an Asian kid, um, uh, makes real aggressive music, but also has this energy about him. It's real punk kind of energy. So, uh he has a tape or album coming out pretty soon, but I was lucky enough that when I was covering one dude, uh, uh, one group, uh, he was performing, and then he was performing at Smooth, so it's like I'm going to have all this progression towards uh, what he does, and there's some things that I find very interesting about him that I want to make sure we cover. So um, it, was just, it just came down to saying, okay, fuck the original idea, fuck the original uh, uh, style that I want to shoot in, um, and let's do something different. And with that, I think we're going to have a much stronger show because I will be able to carry the vision of the show a whole lot better than I would previously. Um, and time is of the essence. That's the thing about documentary. Like the thing about documentary, you can't plan so much of it. And even when you want to plan it, it'll work out and it can work out. But you have a much better story when you do the things that's organic, when you do the things that are just naturally working and naturally happening in real time and go for that shit. And that's pretty much what has happened. And um, um, so now it's like all green. It's all go. Um, there's different things. We're working on the sponsor stuff. We got a lot of people fucking inquiring about how to be a part of the show, which I find to be amazing because I never expected that. And, and honestly, to be told, um, let me be arrogant a little bit. Um, one thing that I noticed, uh, I have recently, um, submitted the fact that I'm different when it comes to this work. Uh, actually I also, I'm just going to add this. I, um, acted in a role for this film race and I also helped with the crew with um America's Front Porch Film Company and I was a part of their short film and I also did a behind the scenes thing that um ended up being dope I think doper than I expected it to be I don't know what I expect to be honest because I never vlog and I don't vlog 
Um, so I vlogged the whole experience. I did a behind the scene. And one thing I, I just I realized that I'm just really good at capturing moments. I can see them coming and, and, and it's like even if it's an uncomfortable or weird situation, you just let the camera roll. You just put the camera in their face. You get in the moment. They're either going to stop or they're going to adapt. But you just get the shit. You get it. And if they hate it, you got that part. So you, you're going to get something natural and real every fucking time. When I go to events and I see other people running video or anything like that, I notice that they just get caught into like enjoying the moment. And they're not really focused on creating story, creating moments or getting moments like i do like i'm not so much like i can enjoy a portion of it but i also realize i got a job to do and that's capturing the moment creating a story um i was there i'm gonna remember it and i think a lot i see guys with expensive ass cameras man the the the, the a7s's and the fucking just all the top end shit uh the Panasonics and all this stuff, GH5s. And then they, I've watched, I look at the viewfinder. I look at like the screen that they look at, the, the LCD. And I'm like, man, that's a shitty ass shot. Or that's a terrible motion or whatever. And then I see the product that they put out afterwards. And it's like, what the fuck is that shit? How do you have all this? But I realize that I just, I, I see things differently. And that's why the shit usually ends up working. And with, from the ground up, um, I think I've been able to do that. I've been able to capture the moments where, like, these artists are seeing these little teasers I'm putting out. And they're like, whoa, this is this is different. Like, this ain't the same shit. And so, man, what the fuck? My sister, come on, man. I'm doing something. Um, let me see what they want. I ain't pausing the show. Yeah, I ain't pausing the show. I'm busy. Stop it. Stop it. Um. Um. Yeah, I just noticed like like just what I do is different, and it, it is what it is, and and that makes me talented. I mean, not makes me talented. That makes me more valuable, cause you know when they come to me, I know they coming to me for the thing that I do. Um, and it and it's dope, and and I'm getting more help oh that's what i was saying so like people are are really rushing to be a part of this because they see that it's it's about to be something it's it's really about to be something that that they haven't seen and and i remember telling carla that like i want this show to be a show that art other artists wish that they were on like they see it and say damn i want to be on that and so that's what is being created and i think we're we're we're, we're hitting that and we're hitting the mark really well even with the tease like people haven't seen like all the content that i do have already or a part of the interviews or any of that like i'm getting these little i'm just teasing it and like people say oh this shit is about to be dope so i'm looking forward to getting this um and then i got my movie setting auditions for that pretty soon we're working on location i got done some location scouting for um the trunk my uh horror suspense film spent suspense Thriller, suspense, suspense, thriller, short film that I will uh, that I'm winning an Academy Award or Oscar or whatever for. Uh, I've been location scouting. Um, I have to raise the money for it, um, and I got to get a cameraman. I got to find an actor to play my little brother. Got to find a white dude to play racist. 
uh and then just kind of piece together some different parts of crew to make sure we make the dopest movie possible uh so that's what we're working on um working on just getting that crew together once i get that man you ain't gonna tell me shit this movie will be one of the best um uh, movie well the up to that point it should be the best movie i make but um i i, I really believe it's gonna run an oscar so we gotta make that we gotta make that happen we gotta make that happen Alright, anyway, so um so what I'm gonna do later, like usually I end the show with um with um the song. Like I'm changing that while I end it with a song I'm fucking with. Uh so what is gonna be a break? Cause me and my pod now recorded a conversation we had. Y'all not y'all familiar with that, me recording some of these conversations. But um we talked about soulmates and I wanna I wanna play that clip. And it's gonna, I'm going to end the show with that clip of us talking about soulmates. Because right now, we in uh, Mercury is in retrograde, as they say. And um, hold on, man. Um, what about it? Now, I should be fucking, I'm FaceTiming Carla. Well, I'm about to, because she, she really be on this horoscope shit. Like, she going to have to come on and type this horoscope shit one time. Because um, uh, she don't want to hit me with all this goddamn solar eclipse, longest solar eclipse ever. Uh, not solar, lunar eclipse. That's when the moon, the moon covers the sun or the sun. The shadow of the moon covers the sun or the shadow of the sun covers the moon one of these one of the two things i never know which one is which um but uh we were talking about soulmates and i was just thinking about like um anyway you're here i don't want to i don't want to spoil that shit but like right now mercury is in retrograde which means a lot of people gonna be starting to feel funny so tomorrow well when you listen to this episode the shit would have already happened. Shit would have already hit the fan. But a lot of people going to adjust to this, like, change in the uh, mood of fucking Saturn or some shit. And she sent me a thing about it. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up so I can read it. Tell you who's affected. And when you hear this, you can see, say, if you were you affected or not. Um... Uh, and talk um she been nah she won't even I forgot she got some shit going on so she probably ain't answering but um it's it says uh who's affected Damn, let me turn my ring off, cause it, that's that's gonna probably annoy the fuck out of me. Um, fucking moms and shit. I mean, my mom, yeah, my mom does annoy me, but love my mom. So if she listen, love you, and my sister, and my nephew. Shout out to my nephew going to college. Uh, he started college this year, so uh, shout out to him, man. Proud of him. Superstar foot, superstar basketball player, football player. Uh, uh. I hate to say we got the same name. I know it's stupid. Lester Walton, Jumper. Um, he gonna be doing his thing. Here it is. This eclipse actually won't be visible in the North America. That shit don't matter. Uh, how will this? How will this solar eclipse affect me? The eclipse create drama in so doing. 
that get our attention. In general, the eclipse helps shed light to certain areas of your life. Um, this one will give you clarity about knowing your heart's wants, especially when it comes to friendship. Why? The sun is in Libra. Leo, not Libra. Great gang. Uh, the sun is in Leo, which all which is all about being uh, able to connect with your friends who line up with your beliefs and philosophies. And the moon is in Aquarius, which has a friendship energy. So here the eclipse will make you reevaluate your feelings about different relationships in your life and whether you can accept people for who they really are. It's a woman came up with this shit, cause you know what I mean. And they feelings like Kiki, do you love me? That shit. Uh, the eclipse can be uh can be very divisive. In that way, you may also feel very defensive and protect people so they so that they're so protect people that you're loyal to. So be warned. You know what? That's a good fucking thing. People are far too loyal to people who are dog shit. That is just a fucking fact. They are. Man, what the fuck? Everything fucking up. Tripping, man. Um, People way too fucking loyal to, to, to people who be fucking them over. I swear. Or people that they pass. You know, I don't understand that. I'm thinking on my soapbox. I don't understand this. One thing I understand, I don't understand the inability to move on. And I don't know if it's a cold thing or what. I don't know if it's just something special or unique. But I don't know why people just don't, like, I look at, like, time is an expense you don't get back. Once you spend that motherfucking time, it's spent. It ain't like money. If you give a dollar, you can get a dollar. But time don't work like that. So people like spend a lot of time reevaluating how is it too soon? Should I wait? Should I do this? Should I really take a risk on this? Like, yes, you probably should. Now, don't be dumb. You know what I mean? Like, don't be irresponsible. You know, still stay within the construct of responsibility. But come on, man. Like, just move. Move like you gotta move. You gotta move like you. Uh, I'm gonna have to punch this shit in. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, man, you gotta move on. At the end of the day, cause you just got to, man. It, like it's like it's like it's, it's no different to me than a person that spent the time talking about the great shit they used to do. Like, all right, so what's next though? That's the same thing to me as spending a lot of time on, like, your pain. Which pain is tough. I get that. Actually, I'm going to save this for Who Up. I'm going to do an episode of Who Up over this. So, we're going to talk about, on the episode of Who Up, we're going to talk about moving on, moving forward. Stop holding on to old shit. The dope thing is I can do that shit in 10 minutes and get the fuck on. But, yeah, man, it should be, not that it should be easy, but you should move on. Should move on. Um, stop fucking taking so much time. It's your life at the end of the day. You got to value the time that comes with your life because you don't know how much of that that you got to spend. I think it's a Black Mirror episode about this. You don't know how much time you got. So, waiting to, like, some people won't move because they're afraid of what the other person, people, other people feel. 
or what the other people think about the movements you make. But the movements was for you, not for them. And when you do something for them, they should just be like, okay. But you can also slow yourself down because of other people. But anyway, um, what was I t- getting on? Too many things are happening, so I'm trying to multitask. Look, that's be the biggest thing that stopped me from doing the show sometime. I be sitting, I be ready to do the show, and I get a phone call, I get a text, I get something that I got to address. And I'm like, I don't feel like doing the show now. But the crazy, but hey, I, I've said this before. It's like there was a moment where this motherfucking notification wasn't going off, and I was like, man, I gotta get my work. I, I gotta, I gotta work on this profile. I gotta work on whatever, whatever, raising who the fuck I am. Now, I'm in that place, and so I gotta find. Now I gotta carve out time to do certain shit. I got to a point, man. I can't even like. I got so much shit to do. I had to create a whole different space in my home where I record my show or where I do like paperwork style shit or where I edit um, pictures, photos and shit or make graphics. Because when I sit at my other computer, I'm all about editing. That's all I'm thinking about. Time gets right away from me. I don't do nothing else. So I had to carve out a whole different place like a little office so I can do other miscellaneous work. It's crazy. But, hey, that's where we at. Um, what else we got here? Um, I want to start with Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Let's do Charlemagne. So, Charlemagne's fucked up. Um, here's the thing. It's about rape. I mean, by this time, you probably hear. Now, here's my thing. I don't like the term, and I know this is a hard transition. Um, I don't like this idea of rape culture. I don't even like it as a word, term, or a concept. Um, Because I don't think it's a real thing. Yo, look. So, I go into a little bit about this whole Charlemagne thing and rape culture versus rape. But I felt like it was um, too heavy of a topic to put in the show. So what I did was I took it out the show and I made it its own standalone kind of clip thing. So if you want to go listen to that, uh, it'd be like an extra episode, I think is how I'm going to do it. Or just go to kindoffamouspod.com, K-I-N-D-A famouspod, P-O-D.com, and and, uh, get the rest of the conversation that's about the rape versus rape culture. Um, I just felt like it was too heavy, too much, and it, it stuck out stuck out like a sore thumb on this episode because there is no debate. It's just me talking about it, and I'd rather have a debate about it. But if I'm going to have, uh, have it a part of the show, I'd rather take it out of this show and let this show breathe uh, its own breath and um, not be so heavy. So uh, with that said, we're going to get – Back into the show, but minus the Charlemagne conversation. You can get that separately. Kindoffamouspod.com. All right. Let's see. This is another thing we're talking about. Uh, I, I saw this. I saw this. Little story that I found interesting. Julie and Nate Sharp are raising their three-year-old twins using the pronoun they, them, and their to shield them from the gender stereotypes. 
This is a new parenting technique called babies. <laughs> like babies, babies. Um, man. People are special. <laughs> Look, babies, man. Look, raise your kids how you want to raise them. But you can't ignore society. To keep it 100. You can't ignore society. Because we know what happens in society. Like, there is he and her. No different than if a person, is my opinion, is child abuse. If a parent decides that the little boy that they raised or that they gave birth to when i say boy i guess i gotta say gender birth boy and they decide to say nah he's a girl actually because one day a little boy says he's a girl and so then from whatever age to for the rest of their life, they start to just treat that little boy like a girl. The whole time. From the moment that he says that, the whole time. And then put them on different, uh, what's that shit called? Like, hormones to facilitate that. That's child abuse to me. Kid fucking around, saying some crazy shit. And now he got to live the rest of his life as a girl because he was fucking around. Babies, look, you can do whatever you want to do. I don't think it's too, I don't think, honestly, I don't even think it's a lot of harm in that. But you're saying protect them from gender stereotypes. Uh, that ain't gonna do it because here's the truth of the matter unless these kids are homeschooled. The truth of the matter is parents spend very little time with their kids, you work eight hours a day, right. Eight hours a day. So that's actually at work eight hours. Getting to work, coming from work. Let's put that as like nine, ten hours. Um, so was it they say nine to five? A lot of schools start start at eight or some shit like that, right? So seven thirty till six ish, you don't really see your kid. Because they're at school. Then, from 7 to 9 is the time that y'all got before bed. And then from like 10 till starting the cycle over again. You don't, it's not a lot of time being spent. So, what do you, you can't protect the kid from the world at that point. If it's going to be in the world more than it's with you. In terms of in its developmental stages. Because the teacher's going to say it's a little boy or girl. I'm uh, going to treat him like a little boy or girl. The store clerk managers, the playgrounds, other little boys and girls. Uh, like, there's no way to shield them. And you're going to keep explaining something that's going to cause more confusion. And what's the harm in the stereotypes, though? And I know people want to go, but you're black. You should understand stereotypes. Yep, I do. I do. I understand stereotypes in a way that growing up where I 
came from, I know fucking animals. I know thugs when I see them. I know street niggas when I see them. A lot of that stereotype shit is survival instinct as well. You need to, you need to be able to stereotype so you can recognize a threat when it's for real. Now, just because you misalign your stereotypes with threats, that has shit to do with me. That has shit to do with me. And for a little boy or girl to just think that you're shielding them from gender stereotypes because you call them something different, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And, 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 shit don't, I ain't gonna say it don't work because I really don't know. But it's silly. It's silly. Babies, you came up with a whole thing. They, them, there. Okay, cool. Now, now, what happens when they? Like, what's the step? What? What's the problem? What's the problem? Because we like men. All right, men ain't supposed to cook, right? But we get to an age where we like fucking around cooking. We like that shit. Like being able to make a meal, piece some shit together. What's in, what? 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 Is it, I don't know. See, I think a lot of that shit just come down to sexual shit. Like, they just, it's just the sexual part of it. You know, because really, women can essentially do whatever they want to do. From on one, on, In terms of, like, um, job roles and, you know, status. Whatever that has to do with being social. On both sides. Men and women can do whatever the fuck they want to do. Um... The biggest hiccup always come with the whole sexual part, like gay versus straight, uh, who gets fucked, I guess, who kiss who, like all that, uh, um, just sexual contact, int- uh, uh, intimacy and shit. That's really what they, all that shit be. They really trying to decipher from, because everything else is cool. It's all sorted out. If it's not, I, I can't think of anything, but come on, relax. You was fine. That's the thing. Like, these parents, like, they, I mean, maybe they didn't. Maybe they grew up or, or eventually matured adult up and was having issues or something. I don't know. But if you got along fine, what's the big deal? You know that, hey, kids and shit is assholes. So, hey, come on. I don't know, man. I just wanted to bring it up because it's dumb to me. Babies, it's a real fucking thing. And who who found the one group of people running around calling their fucking children babies? A new parenting style. Who signed up for that group? Who even who made the flyers to let them know that this was a thing? What Facebook group is this? What new what wanted at what Craigslist side ad came up with this? I just find out about it. And these people have been doing this. It's a phenomenon sweeping the nation. Fuck out of here, man. On a side note. Oh, man, I got these clean ass hats. I forgot. Kind of famous podcast hats. People want to buy them. I don't really want to sell them. Be honest. It's dope. I put a picture up. They dope as fuck. Um, I, I'm trying to figure out if I want to do that. But I'm going to add some different little pieces of merch. These little I'm kind of famous. Uh... You know, little silicone bands, the hats. People collect the hats coming soon. They embroidered, so it's real dope. People fucking with them. Um, 
We got, you know, snapbacks, fitteds, and fucking dad hats made to order. Probably have a cheaper price on them, depending on where you're at. I'm, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out some monetization on that shit. Um, but I'm rocking them hoes. Um, on another note, homegirl, uh, before we jump into this next section, where I talk about, uh, you know, soulmates and shit with my partner, um, homegirl Tilioso, uh, dope-ass artist, cook. She's been on the show, friend of the show, kind of famous friend. Um, she dropped her new single called Opinions. And... It is heat. Uh, yeah, she dropped a new single, Opinions, um, from a new album. I think it's Sagittarius City. Uh, we gonna keep this. We gonna keep this cosmic culture shit going, man. We gonna keep talking all this fucking super natural shit, uh, astrology type shit. But um, she dropped a new song, Opinions. Uh, it's hot. It's dope. I'm gonna play it before we jump into the next section. Um. What's interesting about this to me is uh oh, I ain't gonna put a business out there. But one thing, man, hate hate is crazy. A lot of people wanna say they made you. Me and T Lee been rocking for a long time now. And I'm a, I, I I've never did anything intentionally to like hurt her growth or progress um it's times that we won't talk for long periods of time she hit me up and she know whatever if she needs some holla at me we own it you know what i mean we'll figure it out we figure out strategy if people you don't trust let me we'll we'll, we'll we'll chop it up i'll tell you what i see you know what i mean keep it 100 i always try to put i put a music wherever i can put it. i do that with anybody i fuck with you know what I mean? I want to see everyone grow. I want to, I want to, because in the end, end of the day, it's your legacy, man. It's about legacy. I want my name to stand for some shit. People say my name like, damn, he would do this for this. Do. I don't want them to say shit like he'll put, he he would take his shirt off your back for, because I won't do no shit like that. If I fuck with you, I fuck with you, but like, don't just think I'll take my shirt off for you. Take the own shirt off, take his own shirt off his back to help. No, I won't. Fuck that shit. Um, but, like, what's crazy to me is, like, people, like, I'm not responsible for her career. You know what I mean? And I think it's certain things that I've helped and contribute to in ways that she probably don't see or know or can tell. But at the end of the day, it ain't about me. Because she'll know. She'll give me my credit when she need to give me my credit. But otherwise... It's her. It's about her. When it's about her. It ain't about what nobody else did. And what's crazy is how many people would like to take credit for your success because they feel like you owe them. People feel like they you owe them because of what they contribute. I feel like I've contributed quite a bit to her her move movement but she don't owe me shit well no she owe me something but she don't owe me shit because we still rocking we still cool that's what you do with your friends you do with your teammates and shit like that 
they don't owe you shit because y'all still stand next to each other. Y'all still support each other. You know what I mean? Like, I give a placement into a show or a movie or commercial. I expect at some point some shit may come back. But she don't owe me that. Because we still standing next to each other. Because I will assume an opportunity come up, she going to think of me. You know, if it fit. You know, if I'm, if, if if she think, you know what I mean? And sometimes people forget. And that's cool, too. And I'm looking at this song and all the things that came with making this song happen for her. And this album and where she came from. Because she used to be real bitter. And I look at all that shit. And I'm like, how dare somebody try to, like, like how in the progress of making this thing grow, how dare anybody get in front of that? When they see how much work she puts into this music, you know, doing art to help fund this shit, doing doing meals and shit, like busting ass to make this happen. How dare people get in front of that and try to block that because of how much work is put in. And the thing about this whole um, astrological moment right now, this retrograde where you saying, where you say it's about uh, reevaluating friends and shit like that, like this is one of those moments where you look at your team of people and you really got to say, damn, who's helping, who's hurting? Who, who has too many opinions and less, you know, insight, less help? So, big shout out to T. Leoso. Um, I'm very proud of her and where she's came from and what she's doing. Um, I'm gonna play this song, and uh, if y'all fuck with it, go over to at T. Leoso or T. Leoso Music dot com, uh, and give her a shout out. Take the song. It's on Spotify. It's on all streaming devices. Uh, streaming services rather titles spotify soundcloud i think um apple music itunes anywhere that uh google music anywhere that you listen to music and stream music go find it t-l-e-o-s-o t-e-l-e-o-s-o name of the song is opinions um we're gonna go ahead and play it and after the song we're gonna jump into soulmates conversation the show Right. Tell your mama Don't hit my line with that bullshit cause I'm chillin'. Don't come around and be talking down with your motherfucking opinions. Look, I ain't worried about friendships and my love life. Talking about I probably be alone for eternity. Well, I just might. That's why I don't trust nobody but me. I keep it low key. Solo dollar manolas off of my feet. I'm always one deep and that's on me. Don't hit my line with that bullshit cause that's wasted time that I don't need. I be speaking like a pastor from the pulpit where well, you way, way off of them nosebleeds. All up in my business so nosy. You all up off in my mix. These bitches try to act like they don't know me, but they boyfriends think I'm a shit. Yeah, I swear these bras be so insecure, they're just envious. Gangsters off from that keyboard, but when they face to face, they the friendliest. Talk shit, but won't run up on me, won't throw them hands and be sleeping. Quick to holler that gang shit, but ain't about the life that they speaking. Misleading. This ain't the time for no friendships or no feelings. Don't hit my line with that bullshit, cause I'm chillin'. If you ain't talking about money, talking about building Don't come around and be talking down with your motherfucking opinions I was got a lot to say, but ain't saying much 
home when I see one. They smile at you and sneak this because a real bitch. Why don't you live here? Or why do you have to live so far away? This chick told me live in New Mexico. I'm like, I don't know, man. You dope as shit, though. <laughs> like, I was seriously thinking about, like, damn, it's only like a five-hour drive. <laughs> like, this chick was dope as shit. But, but that's like, all right, that's like chemistry. That's a chemistry connection. Yeah. But I wouldn't line that up with soulmate. Like, why? Well, like, I mean, it's the, it's the beginning part of it. But even, like, so when I say soulmate. You get to know. But yeah, what is your definition of soulmate? See, I think a soulmate don't. I don't know if I can define it, but I don't think it necessarily like has to be the person that you are intimate, like that you fucking or no shit. Yeah, I mean, I I can dig that. Like it could be a motherfucker. Like that's my motherfucker right there. Um, and like, we listen have, to that story. Like, like we have a spiritual intimate connection. And we happen to fuck, or we happen to be in a relationship. There's a, there's a story on Snap Judgment I was listening to. And these people, it was two people that was married. And they, they, they had an affair. And they would make videotape, or they would make um, recordings of each other and send them to each other. This is like back in the 60s and 70s. They would send recordings to each other. And it was kind of sad, but it was kind of lovely at the same time. And... It was just videotapes. And so the woman who was doing the documentary, she's doing a documentary uh, about it. And so she tracked them down. And one of them is in a um, nursing home. And he, she was like, can I visit with this person? And it's a true story. And she said, well, there's only one person on the list. And the list, the person, the only person on the list, both of these people were married multiple times. The only person on the list was the person they was having an affair with. And these motherfuckers old. And they never got married. They just had an affair and they loved each other. The whole life. And I was like, that's crazy, bro. And I feel like that could be so late. But see, alright, so a person could be married and be truly in love with somebody, but that person may not be their soulmate. <laughs> like, they may be connected all the way. What's the connection if it's not deeper than just love? Like, that's, that's why I'm talking about that connection is so deep. But the love part, like you, like they, that man or woman fell in love with that other person. They felt like I, they could be with them forever. And like they yeah. connected. They, like they, like we got time invested. All this shit that come with marriages, most marriages, most successful marriages. But then his soulmate is this old, this other motherfucker that he has a real, like, live connection with, but they don't take away the love that he has with the person that he married, and so it's like a conflict there, but at the same time, it's like, well, I don't want to not have this other engagement, engaging relationship with someone who really captivates me, beyond what my wife can provide, or my husband can provide. I don't know, man. It's a hard question. It sounds like something that a documentary might be able to question and answer. Not oh, not um, definitively answer, but just thought, thought-provoking. Because I don't... I, I think that you're going to get a lot of different answers. Yeah, because I think most people want their soulmate to be their lover, their husband, their wife, or whatever. Which I get that, too, because it seems like it makes sense because you're connecting so much. But, like... Yeah. Uh, uh, 
Allison was what the fuck was it? Um, cause she asked me something about oh, uh, like you think about other people, right? You think about other females who they time is almost they have time in excess. Mm-hmm. And so they trying to cover it. They 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 got time in excess, so they use their time as optional. For like they like they 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 make an appointment at five o'clock and they got seventeen appointments at five o'clock. Yeah. Versus a chick who got shit going like look, this. Is, this is my I'm thinking about soulmates now. Like I can't for me personally, I couldn't imagine having a soulmate in my middle in the middle of my life. Like I feel like that's towards the end of my life. Mm. Just me personally. Like, I feel like what I got, I'm so selfish with how shit, like, it's just me and the kid now. Like, that's, that's how I'm thinking about. So it's hard for me to really give somebody a soulmate at this point. Like, I couldn't imagine doing that shit. Like, unless it's just the most understanding person ever. Just imagine Daniel. I don't need him to give me attention or no shit. But, but I think your soulmate will under like I think we because of the way people look at relationships and shit like that. People look at all right, I'm gonna I'm going to overwhelm my time. I'm a over I'm gonna be all up in his shit. I want this person to be all up on me. Where it's like your soulmate should be able to understand the way your life like sorts out. That's the balance of the whole shit. Is that they can understand yeah. how your time, your day, your personal, how all that shit balance out on the grand scheme of thing, and not because a lot of times the, what annoys about the mate is how much they like. Look, do you not get that I'm doing all this other shit? I ain't got time right now. Like they're yeah. they're not understanding because they're so caught into what they want from you versus yeah. the person that gets you to go, yeah, that motherfucker doing this right now, or uh, or like like. Like if you was if you had a chick right now and you doing all this traveling, it could easily be some chick in that motherfucker head let me he probably up there in New Mexico fucking some bitch or whatever, whatever. But your soul makes you like, nah, he gotta get that money, he got his kid, he got this, he got all this shit. He need to go do that. And that kind of understanding to keep your ass in that motherfucking hotel. FaceTime that motherfucker till y'all get back. <laughs> I'm a loyal ass dude, though, so I'd be doing that shit whether it's a soulmate or not. But I'm saying, but if she was, if she was crowding you out like that, yeah, you make you want to do. Then you'd be like, well, "Shit, I'm gonna holler at this little Russian motherfucker," mm-hmm. because it's like it's a breather, it's a reset. Because then you smash that, and you be like, "All right, let me relax, got that out of my system." Do. There was a, I was kicking with down in New Mexico, Hispanic dude. He was married, had kids and shit. And uh, he he shot it. He made he he shot his he shot his shot with the uh, the chick from uh, here that I was trying to get at, and uh, who I work with, my coworker. And uh, after that shit, he was like, "Man, I'm chilling, man. I'm just." He telling me all his little shits. He be feeling bad and shit once he fuck a chick on the road. And I told him, I said, "Bro, you can't feel bad, man. Matter of fact." I, I got over that shit about feeling bad. You know what I'm saying? I said, you got to compartmentalize. It's just a compartmentalization at, the, at a certain point. So, like, he be on the road for seven, seven months at a time. Like, he go home and shit. Be, be on the road for extended periods of time. And I was like, if you're going to feel bad about it, don't do it. 
I say, but it's got to be a fuck. It's got to be a fuck, and I wouldn't even tell nobody. I just, it'd be a fuck. I probably tell people for years later, like, yeah, nice, fuck around, bro. Shit like that. I say, you just got, it's, it's all it got to be. It can't be no complex lens. It's got to be a fuck. You got to be, your priority got to be your kids and your family still, and you got to leave it like that. You want that shit to be secure. So, fuck. in light of you being kind of famous... Why the hell I'm kind of famous? <laughs> Who the hell she knows?